Are you looking to take your team to the next level and lead to your full potential? Then Leading with Purpose is the show for you. It's an hour of empowerment with your host, Nathan R. Mitchell. Nathan is a business and leadership development coach, public speaker, and author. He's also a founder of Clutch Consulting and a member of the John Maxwell team. Nathan's purpose in life is to empower others, and that's how he helps businesses and leaders grow. He specializes in leadership training, improving communication in the workplace, and creating high-performance teams. So join Nathan and this week's guest as they provide you with the information and tools you need to effectively lead yourself and others. It's time for Leading with Purpose, Empowering Talk Radio. Here is your host, Nathan R. Mitchell. Hey, welcome to episode number 27 of Leading with Purpose, Empowering Talk Radio. I am your host, Nathan Mitchell. If you're just now joining us or you've been listening to this podcast for a while, but you aren't yet a subscriber, I want to encourage you to head on over to leadingwithpurposeradio.com, click on our iTunes link and get subscribed now so you never miss a single episode. At the end of the day, my commitment to you is to bring you the very best guests and content. So when I have guests like Elizabeth McCourt of the McCourt Leadership Group, who we will be talking with, on today's show, you're going to want to make sure that you have access to that information as soon as it is made available. And being a subscriber is the absolute best way to do that. Friends, it's hard to believe, but Christmas is just a few days away. And since our next podcast won't happen until after the first of the year, I want to take a moment to wish you and your family a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And if you're traveling a bit for the holidays like my family and I are, I pray for safe travels for you and a safe return home. As I said on episode number 26 in my interview with Philip Wilson on approachable leadership, I'm really excited about this new year. I'm excited about what it holds for our business, the clients we work with, and I'm excited about what the possibilities are for you as well. And with that in mind, if you're looking to start 2018 off on the right foot, go to leadingwithpurposeradio.com and pick up a copy of my new Leading with Purpose journal, which will help you grow your business empower your team, and lead to your full potential in only 90 days. You know, friends, team leadership and development is one of the keys to business and organizational success. And unfortunately, many small businesses and organizations, at times, they either don't see the value in it and or it becomes the first line item they cut when times get tough. And as we enter in this next year, I want you to consider a couple of things. Number one, are you really committed to growing and developing your people this coming year? And two, if so, what are two to three areas that you know you can really improve upon this coming year from a team leadership and development perspective? You know, for one reason, maybe you're looking to increase the influence capacity of the key members of your management and leadership team, or maybe you want to improve the hiring and selection process through improved recruitment. Whatever it is for you, your business, your organization, I promise you, that our guest, Elizabeth McCourt, will give you some great insight into effective leadership so that you can ultimately move the needle forward in the right direction in 2018. And with that, I would like to introduce our guest, Ms. Elizabeth McCourt. Elizabeth is a certified leadership coach, speaker, and writer. A background in executive recruiting and financial services for nearly 20 years, she works with high-level individuals and teams as a strategic partner 
in both their professional and personal goals. Her passion in languages and travel has made global leadership development an important part of her business. She's certified in the Hogan Leadership Assessment and in systemic team coaching. And as a result of that, she works with people in a holistic way to not only maximize their potential, but also help them identify the triggers that ultimately detract them from setting and accomplishing their goals. She speaks professionally about resilience and mindset. At the end of the day, she's on a mission to help people embrace their own resilience with the mindset that wins don't always have to be spectacular. They really can be small and yet impactful. Her style is both practical-minded and creative, allowing her clients to really push their limits to find their most courageous style of both resilience and leadership. She has a Juris Doctorate from Loyola University, a Master's of Fine Arts from Stony Brook, and a Bachelor of Science in Finance from the University of Maryland. For fun, she is an avid triathlete, longtime yogi, and writes essays and fiction. This coming year in March, her novel Sin in the Big Easy will be published by Post Hill Press. Elizabeth, welcome to the show. Oh, hey, Nathan. Thank you so much for having me and for that very kind introdu- introduction. You're welcome so much. Thank you for taking time out of your evening to to be with us here on Leading with Purpose Empowering Talk Radio. We're going to start with this first question, which I ask all of my guests. Tell us something interesting about yourself that many people may not know. Something people may not know about me is that I... Uh, speak a little bit of German. I just returned from a trip from Germany. I, I don't have any German in my family history, but I have an affinity uh, for the country and for the German language. So some people who know me don't know that particular fact. Well, don't try to speak to me in German, but actually, <laughs> I studied German for two years in high school, and it was actually my foreign language of choice when I studied at university oh, also. Wow. So, so I know a little bit, but just, just enough to be dangerous, to be honest. So so we could just say, with everyone. That's Merry Christmas. <laughs> That's an easy one. Exactly. All right. Well, let's get into uh, the meat of this week's interview. You know, I think for some people in the workplace, Elizabeth, you know, they have this perception that leaders always have to have the answers. In other words, they kind of always have to be the strong ones. You know, after reviewing content on your website, one of the questions that I wanted to ask you, is there something to be said for vulnerability and real authenticity in leadership? And can it perhaps even make a leader more impactful? Oh, I I know. I absolutely believe believe that to be true. I think that when a leader shows vulnerability and can be their, you know, quote unquote, authentic selves, I think that makes them more accessible and more inspiring to their team. If a leader can admit to a mistake or have a, a flaw in essence, it makes them more human, and I think that I think that I've worked with some leaders that their teams are afraid of them. And one of the things we've worked on together was having that that vulnerability, showing a little bit more of themselves, and and being able to connect with people in that way. And and like you said, I think indeed it does make them more powerful and impactful as leaders for for showing that they're not perfect. Does that become a fine line to walk for for leaders? I mean, is there potentially a point where you can be too vulnerable, too authentic, or perhaps on the flip side of that, too, where you're just not being vulnerable enough? At what point are you maybe too vulnerable that uh, your team members might even question your ability to lead effectively? What do you think about that? 
Yeah, I, I think that I think that can be the case. I think that's why it's important to have have feedback, to have honest feedback and dialogue with your team, or at least a mentor or a confidant that you can talk to about these things. I think it's important at all levels because you do want to know if you're being an impactful leader or if you're, you know, if you're sort of veering into the too much of a friend, too vulnerable, um, where people don't understand where your, you know, where your line is drawn. I think that's, I think you're right. I think that's an important differentiation um, because there is, you, know, you do have to be a confident and, you know, understand the direction that you're going in as a leader. Yet, you know, can you, can you veer off and be vulnerable? Sure. But you know, going too much, I think going too much the other way, hopefully you have some people that can give you honest feedback if you're going in that direction and being less impactful. And what might be some of the dangers to the leader that for one reason or another, they just get too close uh, to their team members in the workplace. Maybe they open up too much, or maybe they are uh, maybe too close to friends, maybe too best, maybe too much best of friends, maybe. Uh, well, what are some dangers that might exist in that kind of dynamic? Yeah, I think it can be very tricky, particularly when something goes wrong mm. and there has to be either a discipline or you have to tell someone they've done something wrong or, you know, really have one of those challenging, difficult conversations. I think that when you've put too much friendship in there, it's, it's really a fine line because you want to be friendly, yet you're a boss and you're not friends. So I think that there can potentially be a danger there of not being able to do the job you need to do. And I think that newer leaders have this problem more than more senior leaders. Um, they just find that, that balance of going from employee to manager, that transition it can be a little bit tricky. And that opens up another door also in that as a new leader, uh, perhaps as maybe just getting into uh, the process of hiring and recruiting individuals into their teams or organizations, they're going to have to be really careful about the decisions they make and that uh, they're not hiring, you know, people they go to church with, family members, friends, et cetera, to kind of um, keep that whole dynamic at bay. Would that make sense? Well, I think that you, you certainly can hire those people, but that you absolutely, in the beginning, you have to, you know, have a conversation about expectations and guidelines and, you know, and, and what's going to happen, particularly, I mean, like I said, you can hire people that you're close to, but if you haven't had that conversation in the beginning and sort of laid out the ground rules and expectations, I think that the potential for having a problem later on increases um, than if you've been very clear from the get-go of what you both but what, what you both need and what you both expect, and can you make this a working relationship? Elizabeth, we've only got a couple of minutes before our first commercial break, and before we hit the first commercial, what are... You know, two to three items that you would recommend to a leader to maybe be a little more vulnerable, a little more authentic, and to open up uh, with their team members. Maybe they're a little too tight-lipped or hold things too close to the vest. Well, you know, it's funny. Each leader is different, and I just chuckled to think of this one leader. He was so unapproachable. Uh, we were doing a group feedback, and we joked that he should make jokes. He said he was terrible at jokes, and we said... That's even that's actually funny. So the fact that you're not funny 
can make you vulnerable. So just something like that. And, and then another thing is, is actually having an individual conversation, having a coffee, finding out something um, interesting about each employee that can actually lead to more vulnerable dialogue. And, and another way, I think sort of a third way that a leader can be a little bit more vulnerable is to, is to really have a mentor and ha- be able to have that conversation so that they can figure out what it is that they do want to talk about and explore and maybe expose. All right, everyone, you're listening to Leading with Purpose Empowering Talk Radio. We has a, we have Elizabeth McCourt on the air with us tonight, founder of McCourt Leadership Group. Stay tuned with us. We will be right back after this short break. You won't want to miss it. You'll be so grateful that you did. Take care. We'll be right back. Leading with Purpose, Empowering Talk Radio, and your host, Nathan R. Mitchell, returns after this short break. Do you wish you had more focus? Do you wish you were more intentional about the things you need to get done to really start making progress in your business and leadership? If so, you need the Leadership Journal by Nathan R. Mitchell. The Leadership Journal is Nathan's empowerment project to help business owners entrepreneurs, and leaders grow their business, empower their teams, and lead to their full potential in only 90 days. To begin reaching your full potential today, simply go to leadingwithpurposeradio.com and claim your copy of the Leadership Journal now. Are you wanting to get better business results, better leadership skills faster? Then this is where you need to be. Welcome back to Leading with Purpose with Empowerment Coach and Founder of Clutch Consulting, Nathan R. Mitchell. With more of today's insight for effective leadership, host Nathan R. Mitchell. Hey, welcome back to Leading with Purpose Empowering Talk Radio. I am your host, Nathan Mitchell. Before we get back to our interview with Elizabeth McCourt, founder of the McCourt Leadership Group, I would like to let you know that today's podcast is brought to you by Minert & Associates, a full-service accounting firm in Tulsa, Oklahoma, dedicated to helping businesses relieve their financial stress. So if you are in need of tax preparation, bookkeeping, or payroll services, I encourage you to visit my friends over at Minert & Associates. You can learn more about them at Relieve financialstress.com. Elizabeth, welcome back to the show. Thank you very much, Nathan. Well, in the first segment, we talked a lot about this idea of vulnerability and authenticity. And one of the things that you mentioned was the importance of having difficult conversations. And unfortunately, you know, it's just part of the job, right? Having difficult conversations just Absolutely. comes with the territory of being a leader. Uh, so with that in mind, you know, how can a better understanding of how to have difficult conversations have a substantial impact on team performance overall? Oh, you know, this is such an important conversation for us to be having about difficult conversations. And I'm actually doing a workshop in January with Fiercely Female in New York City on this because we all have different conversation, difficult conversations with our family, with our friends, with our teams. And so I think that we've got to be actually really mindful about the conversations we're having and, and, I guess that a few things to really work on is 
how are you responding to these types of conversations? What's your trigger? Are you avoidant? Are you aggressive? Do you ignore? And sort of to figure out what, how you actually respond to these conversations. So then you can actually be mindful of your reaction and then react differently, sort of transform that difficult conversation. So there's a couple of things at play here. Number one, uh, self-awareness, right, as to how Absolutely. how we may be feeling emotionally. And secondly, our ability to self-regulate that. So how much of emotional intelligence actually plays a role into somebody being able to have these difficult conversations with their team members effectively? Well, I think we've all been with that person who jumps too fast and triggers and becomes very aggressive and people get very upset. And that's someone who absolutely has no or very little emotionally intelligence. I think, I mean, I'm sure you've experienced that too with someone that just has terrible at that kind of communication. Right. Whereby, you know, someone else, you know, there's there's different levels. There's people that don't want to have a difficult conversation, and there's people who aren't very good at it and trying to get better. So I think it's that, like you said, that self-awareness of how you approach that and then being mindful of the other per- you know, of your reaction and then, of course, how you're going to impact that other person. Like how you start that conversation can very much set the tone for what happens after that and what needs to be said. So is there a specific process that somebody might follow to kind of walk through to make sure they have an effective conversation that's difficult? I think everyone's got to do their own thing, but I'll give you just sort of a a step, you know, a few steps that you can do to have these conversations. Number one, um, I think that sometimes we have to have these conversations without too much forethought. Sometimes you do recognize that you have to have a difficult conversation. Perhaps you have to have a conversation with an employee, um, give them a warning of sorts, and you have time to plan. And sometimes they come quite quickly. But I think the first step is to actually take a moment, uh, even like 10, 30 seconds of a moment, a few deep breaths, perhaps, before you start that conversation isn't going to delay the conversation, but perhaps can give you some presence. And then the second step is, you know, don't try not to go for the jugular right out of sure. the get go, because then you're going to, you're going to actually set a wrong tone. The person's not going to be able to hear what you have to say. So I suggest starting with something that is less aggressive, you know, Hey, Nathan, um, you're doing a great job, but I really need to talk to you about X. And then you're going to be more open to have that conversation. So I do believe in being positive, being direct, and being mindful when you have these conversations. Yeah, and especially when we're young leaders, uh, and even, you know, regardless of the number of years, whether you're 10, 20, or 30 years into your leadership career, you're st- there's still going to be times where your emotions get the best of you and you're actually just going to, for one reason or another, you have a bad day and you're going to do it wrong, right? Absolutely. So regardless of how long we've been in the industry of leadership and business, we're going to make mistakes. We're going to have failures. And as a leader, how important is it to take both our mistakes and our failures and ultimately 
really learn from them, whether that's on a personal level or an organizational level. And by doing this, I mean, is this a process that can really move a team forward when you do this? Oh, I, I do agree with that, that that mistakes are absolutely going to happen. I think it's Google that actually has a meeting and they celebrate the biggest failure, the biggest mistake. And when they do that, they actually feel like they stimulate creativity because people aren't afraid to contribute. Right. So I think that's one, you know, I don't think you celebrate every mistake, but there's absolutely things to learn. I think we are never pushing, if we're playing it safe, and not pushing our edge and not making mistakes, then we're not going to be able to grow and move forward as as quickly or as fast as we might want to. So I think that sometimes when you make calculated decisions and they still fail, there's still opportunity there. It's not. It's never a total failure if you can walk away and and learn something from what you've done. So would you say, you get the, the Google example, would you say that their ability to celebrate failures and mistakes is one of the reasons why they are so innovative? And if so, why aren't other organizations possibly following that model? Yeah, it's, that's a very interesting, it's a very interesting way of doing every, uh, of things to say that um, I think that we're in a society that that we intolerant to a lot of mistakes and everything does, you know, a lot of, you know, persona is that you have to be perfect. You have to do it a hundred percent correctly and absolutely want to get things done in that way. But I think that allowing that freedom to just get it done and that sometimes it doesn't have to be perfect can take off a lot of pressure and allow people the opportunity to perform. Because when you put so much pressure on them, I think that you you make them have more mistakes. Yeah, I think potentially it even helps them think more um, creatively and maybe think outside of the box, which ultimately makes uh, probably some of their best ideas come from that. Oh, yeah, that's absolutely. That's I think that that creative freedom or that ability to be able to brainstorm a little bit on something is absolutely an opportunity. And before we go to our next commercial break, one of the things you've mentioned uh, is that we cannot separate who we are as a person with who we are as a leader. For starters, can you can you clarify this for us a bit more? And as leaders, how can we ultimately make this work for us? Sure. Um, I always say when I work with people that I don't just take who you are in the office. You've got to take who you are as a person. And if you can successfully meld those together, you can really be um, an impactful and powerful leader because you have what we talked about earlier, that vulnerability and authenticity with yourself. And this isn't to say it's that you have to be who you are at home with your family in the workplace. That's not what I'm saying, but it's about that little bit of vulnerability and showing who you are that allows you to connect. I'm always about getting people to deeply connect with both themselves and the people that come into their lives. And when you, when you do this, when you give a little bit of yourself you give people permission to give a little bit of themselves and you just establish that that trust that connection that allows the team to really build together to move forward how important is mindset in this process 
as a oh, leader? I think that mindset can really be um, a key to success. I I'm, I often talk about utilizing the athlete mindset in business and how that can propel you forward. And I think that, you know, having that mindset of positivity, of thoughtfulness, of the kind of leader you want to be can be extremely impactful. So you're a triathlete yourself. And as I mentioned in your bio, you're a longtime yogi. So how, how does that translate? You know, the, the athlete mindset, how does that translate into the workplace and how can a leader effectively do that? Well, I always say it's you don't have to be a professional athlete to to utilize the tools that an athlete uses. So if you're if, if you're if you're running a race, you might visualize the race and and the success and the mistakes and things that are going to happen in the race and realize your ultimate goal in your mind before you execute. And in business, we can do the same thing. You know, you think of the goal you want to have for your business, for your podcast, for your writing, and you visualize that goal and then think about the steps in your mind that get you there. And I think this helps with the process. There's that neurological thing that you, you kind of utilize your mind uh, and you utilize your body to help your mind. So it's all interconnected. So this whole imagining things, uh, basically looking at it from a visionary perspective, can even go back to what we talked about earlier, having difficult conversations, perhaps even imagining or what that conversation may look like or ultimately what you want the outcome of that conversation to be. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think you can visualize that. You can you can really visualize just about anything. It's just it's a technique that people have found. This is one of the techniques I recommend that people try to use to to get them in the space of realizing their success. Obviously there's work that has to be done, but right. this can help you this can help you visualize yourself there, which in essence does click in your brain and make you realize that you can get there. Maybe you can have that difficult conversation and it gives you that a little bit more confidence to have that conversation. For the leaders who maybe haven't done this in the past or they're not good at this process of imagining things before they happen, I mean, do you, are there one to two steps that you recommend how they might actually practice this and move forward in a positive direction? Well, I think a mindfulness practice or a visualization practice, don't think of it that it has to be 20 minutes. Do it short. I always say with meditation and mindfulness, just take baby steps. Start short for 30 seconds, maybe visualize something. For And, and I think with a, a situation, take, take two minutes, close your eyes, center yourself. I always say take three meaningful breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth. Calm yourself and just give yourself a chance to rest and let your brain think about what you need to do. Well, everyone, we're coming up on our end of our second segment here on Leading with Purpose and Powering Talk Radio. Tonight, we have Elizabeth McCourt on the air with us, the founder of the McCourt Leadership Group. Stay tuned with us. We'll be right back after this short break. You'll be so grateful that you did. We'll be right back.
Leading with Purpose, Empowering Talk Radio, and your host, Nathan R. Mitchell, returns after this short break. Nathan R. Mitchell, America's leading empowerment coach, founder of Clutch Consulting, and certified member of the John Maxwell team, is giving away his top-selling book, Leading with Purpose, for free, for a limited time. You can get Nathan's highly acclaimed book, which is full of 30 empowering tips to help you transform your organization and your leadership. To claim your free ebook, simply go to leadingwithpurposeradio.com. Opt in to receive the Leading with Purpose Empowering Talk Radio newsletter, and you will also receive Nathan's book as a special bonus. This is a limited time offer, so secure your copy today. Are you wanting to get better business results, better leadership skills faster? Then this is where you need to be. Welcome back to Leading with Purpose with Empowerment Coach and Founder of Clutch Consulting, Nathan R. Mitchell. With more of today's insight for effective leadership, host Nathan R. Mitchell. Hey, welcome back to Leading with Purpose, Empowering Talk Radio. I am your host, Nathan Mitchell. Friends, one of the things that I've learned about great leaders is this. They are lifelong learners. And one of the ways that I've been able to devote more time to my own professional growth and development is by listening to audiobooks made available through audible.com. If you want to try out audible.com to listen to some of the best books on business, leadership, and marketing, simply visit us online at leadingwithpurposeradio.com. Click on the resources tab to learn more about a special limited time offer. And with that, Elizabeth, welcome back to the show. Oh, thanks, Nathan. I've been enjoying our conversation. Me too. Uh, Before the second commercial break, we were talking about uh, being imagining things before they happen, envisioning them. And we've talked about mindset and mindfulness. And I want to just touch on this just a a little bit longer here because it's definitely one of the recurring themes in your leadership coaching for those who are listening into this podcast why at the end of the day why is mindfulness so important and how can we really learn to practice it more yeah i think you know it's interesting that you found that um you know, I don't think about it because it's something that I've, I've practiced for so long and I feel like I'm, I'm never good enough and I'm always learning about how to be more mindful or more in tune. And, um, I think that it's just, we're always running at full steam ahead as leaders, as business people, um, whatever we're doing, moms, parents, dads, we're always running at full steam ahead. And sometimes if we can just take a step back and take a look at what we're doing, we can give ourselves the opportunity for, for space and gratitude and appreciation. And, and maybe just a pause gives us that moment where, where we don't get triggered into getting angry that we just, I guess there's, you know, I just feel like it's so important and it doesn't have to be um, so structured. I, I really do like to simplify mindfulness in, in a way that is accessible to people. Well, one of the things that you mentioned earlier uh, in, in the podcast was the events that you have coming up in 2018. Can you talk a little bit more about those and who's, who's the perfect fit to attend those events and what, what kind of outcomes can they expect as a result of attending? Oh, sure. 
Um, well, I, mindfulness is always a part of it. Um, I do several things, but one event I was just talking about today with my partners is uh, fiercely female leadership that we do in New York City and um, are available to do elsewhere. And that is a workshop of, I would say that it's it's mostly for women. We do have a man uh, a man partner, so there's three of us, and it's really about people who are looking to up level their their leadership and their lives, and are willing to be open to both learn and play. So there's you know that we do really really fun workshops in that way, but. Um, they always have an element of learning and they always have an element of improvisation. So it's really out of the box leadership work. Well, for those who are interested, where's the best place for them to go to, to learn about these upcoming events and learn more about you and how they can engage your coaching services. My website is McCourtLeadership.com, and you can also link with me on LinkedIn but McCourt Leadership and Elizabeth at McCourtLeadership.com is my email. And you can also find me on Twitter. I, I tweet often about leadership and it's E.C. McCourt on Twitter. Well, thank you so much for scheduling uh, to attend with, here with us tonight on Leading with Purpose and Powering Talk Radio. I really appreciate your time. You've de- delivered a lot of content, great content and value to me, and I know you've delivered a lot of content and value to our listeners as well. So thank you so much. I want to wish you and uh, your family a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, and we'll be in touch soon. Oh, thanks so much, Nathan. Thank you, Elizabeth. You have a great, e- great evening. You too. All right, everyone, you've been listening to Leading with Purpose and Powering Talk Radio. I am your host, Nathan Mitchell. You know, in conclusion, if you're interested in getting some really cool bonuses that will help you grow your business, empower your team, and lead to your full potential, I want to invite you to visit us at leadingwithpurposeradio.com. Click on the Support Our Show banner on uh, the homepage. You'll receive some really cool stuff each and every month directly from us here at Leading with Purpose and Powering Talk Radio for your support. Thank you so much, everyone. Have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And we'll talk to you in January. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Leading with Purpose, Empowering Talk Radio with host Nathan R. Mitchell. To learn how Nathan can help you get better business results and lead you to your full potential faster, visit Clutch Consulting on the web at www.clutchconsulting.net. You can also download episodes of